0: This is the Pirate Radio Podcast.
1: And welcome into the Pirate Radio Podcast. I am Shirley Rhodes. On January 31st, we welcomed in Cy Seymour, color analyst on ESPN Plus for ECU basketball to give us a preview of ECU and South Florida. And also take a look at what's going on within the ECU basketball program. Let's head out to the pirate radio live line joining us to talk about real basketball going on tonight in mengees coliseum east carolina and south florida is Cy seymour he joins us here on a wednesday Sai, how you doing man good to hear from you clip look forward to the game tonight should be a good one absolutely and uh, i gotta be honest i si, you know you, the schedule comes out and you start looking at it and you go w l w w uh I, I had south florida at home okay that's a, that's a that's a game we're gonna win no doubt easy one uh in men g's well uh uh, not so fast. They have had a tremendous year, especially in conference play. Coming in here, winners of five straight. So, si, I've seen the results and who they've beat and what they've done. Um, break it down for us a little bit. What what makes this team so good and so hot right now?
0: Well, there's several things. Uh, first of all, Coach Amir uh, Abdul Rahim is a really good basketball coach. He built. He took Kennesaw State from one win. To twenty six wins and three, they went his last year. They won twenty six games yeah. to the NCAA tournament. Well, that's part of it. He's very good. He's a good coach, and and I, I, have to, I always say the really good coaches have an eye to find talent. So what does he have? He has eight uh, eight transfer guys and then a freshman that are playing on this ball club, and some of them were already at USF, but they are all transfer guys. The best player, of course, is is a uh, Miguel, a guard six foot four, he can really play. He is from Kansas State, but when you look at their rosters, he also brought two with him, three with him, really from Kennesaw State, who are playing well. Youngblood is one of his best players, and that kid played great there. He's a really good basketball player, so I think it's a matter of. Talent and and coaching, and he's got the and and mental attitude. He, he must be really good at getting them up. This will be a it's like it's like Mike Schwartz. These are kind of mirror teams. That to me, they're they're very similar, um, and I think it, it really should be a really good basketball game. Both teams are playing well. Both teams think they can win, and you got to hope that home crowd and the people getting into it uh, gives ECU an edge. But the truth is. This game can go either way, just like all of them. This <laughs> league is really, really three to six points difference. Yeah. We're talking about you hitting a three and they don't. That's the difference in the league this year.
1: see si Seymour joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. <clears throat> si, yeah, you're right. I mean, looking at what he did at Kennesaw State, one win to five wins to 13 to 26, how he grew that. And now off to a a good thirteen five six and one start with South Florida. It, what he's also got for him uh, is a name, Cy, si, and. Uh I, I definitely didn't know Amir Abdurrahim growing up, but I certainly knew Sharif Abdurrahim who was a yeah. uh, high draft pick and a great player at Cal. And uh looks like uh Sharif Abdurrahim's now the uh G League president, so still involved in basketball at a high level and uh that, that name's gotta have a little something uh with its side uh, that, that people will recognize that and uh, help him get some players in there.
0: Sure, inner circle, you you, you gotta love it and you got and you gotta to understand too, prior to that he was before Kennesaw and all. He was the chief and head recruiter, the lead recruiter for the University of Georgia. Mm. So he knows how to look and find players. And like you say, it all goes down to contact, who you know, what you know, and, and he's very good at it. So it, I keep saying, you got to be able to spot and identify talent. And and uh, he has done it. And then the next phase of it, can you coach him and get him better? And he can do that too. He's coached a year down at the A-Sun. I mean, he, he is a good coach. I think ECU's the same thing. you got a guy that recruited for Tennessee. He's very good at what he does, and now he's taking over this basketball program, and it's getting better and better. Are we where we want to be if you're ECU? No. And I think really a lot of it had to do, you had your key player, Brandon Brandon Johnson, early, that missed those two games that you lost, and, and, and that affects you. Then you get the Bougie hurt. They've had some real key things that has happened to them, but now when you look up, you're still right in the thick of the conference, playing really well. And, and the other part is, too, and you know this, clip. where does it go? Where, where, the portal. Where, where are you going to be for next year? Yeah. How do you play it next year? It's going to change from year to year. But I, I really do believe this. Mike Schwartz is really a talented, good head young coach, and I think he's going to do a good job at ECU, and I think he already is. He's got a passion. He's driven, and the staff is good. You just got to stay with him and let him build it because it's it's really that kind of uh, atmosphere right now. You got to get the best you can get, and we've got a good one.
1: Sai Seymour joining us. Sai, you talked about how every one of these games goes down to the wire. That's ECU games, that's just almost every game. In the, in the American, and after a frustrating loss down at UAB, uh, I tallied it up, and to, by my count, East Carolina at that time was 3-7 and seven in games that in the final four minutes it was anybody's game. Well, since then, they have won two uh, of those said games and are now 5-7 and seven in those games, so that number creeping up closer to 500, which is good to see. And, heck, si, they had to uh, come back from down 8 with 3-something left to go on Sunday, and Boy, that, uh, that press just ate Temple alive. A lot of turnovers. Pirates hit some free throws and were able to gut one out. Uh, RJ felt in the face of that win, the way he played his tail off like he always does. But uh, not, not pretty these last couple of wins, Sai. But man, you'll take every single one of them. And uh, you got to love the Pirates fight at the end of these games.
0: You, you really do. And, 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 you know, the one that just sticks with you right now is the last play against uh, North Texas. Oh, my
1: goodness.
0: Five and three right now. I mean, that's how close it all is. And the kid got away with a push-off. I mean, he did. But if you knock down a couple of free throws, it doesn't matter what that kid does. You know, if just two more free throws and you had them and you didn't make them, now they've got to hit a three. All the defensive effort is totally different then. And instead, you missed them and you put yourself in a position. And Now, look, it was a great pass. I'm not saying that. But you also the one thing you look for in that situation is that kid's got to push off to get open, and he did. Yeah. Of the way they set it up, they set him at the foul line. He pushes Brandon Johnson off, and then they throw the lot and he's got enough room to catch it and then make it. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not calling sour grapes. It's a tough call to make, but it was there. And that's not what beat you. You missed some free throws that could have sealed the deal, uh, but. That's how close it all is. One possession. It's just it's crazy. And then you know we go to, you know when ECU goes to uh, uh, Wichita State and they win in an ugly game and people are saying, well that's not a big win. They're no good. Then Wichita State beats SMU at home. <laughs> you know and yeah. SMU's a good team. That's that's the whole thing. The league it, it's how you play that night. Tonight's going to be how many threes do you knock down? You know they this team USF's had games where they hit eighteen threes. I mean, so they, they can shoot it. They've got a well, really well coached. High, and then, so it goes back to ECU. You're a very good defensive team. Can you cut off the three? Uh, so I'm just saying there are a lot of pieces to the puzzle. But one of the pieces is a good home crowd. Yeah, That can really help you like it did. Even Sunday, it wasn't the biggest crowd, but they got into it. Those that stayed helped turn that ball game around. So it's really important that the students get out and really support this ball club.
1: Yeah, and once again, taking on a team that's won five in a row. Uh, So it's going to be a big one tonight in Menjee's East Carolina, looking for their third straight win in conference play for the first time ever in the American. Had a chance to do it earlier this year and then lost to SMU. Got a chance to do it tonight against South Florida, who has been playing really good. And uh, East Carolina will see another team playing really well, Charlotte, coming up this weekend. And Cy, uh, kind of talked about some of these results, uh, this conference eating their own. And right now, uh, you know, Memphis is faltering. SMU, that that's a, a terrible loss on the road at Wichita State in the eyes of the committee. So that puts them way behind the eight ball. Right now, FAU, the only clear team in this tournament. So kind of fascinated to see how this thing goes down the stretch. Can Penny Hardaway and Memphis turn it on when they need to? FAU uh, size just surviving by the skin of their teeth in these games. Watch that game with North Texas the other day. But I uh, love the parity in this league. Night in, night out. You just never know.
0: Well, it, it, it really is, and and it, and the good thing about it, it's a high level league. When you watch these games, the, these are good teams going at it hard. It's it, it's it's really a good good league. And, and like I said, last, two weeks ago, a the, the American Conference had three teams going getting in. The ACC had three teams getting in. You know, that's how close this all is. Uh, but like you say, you begin to eat your own is the problem. And so somebody's got to step up. When when, when you look up at Memphis is sixth in the league, and they were picked to win the league along with FAU, it tells you how close this league is. And uh, and and really, quite honestly, I think the Pirates are close. Uh, you know, we always everybody says, well, that's what everybody says. They're always no, no, no. You are like tonight. In the old days, you would say somebody's coming into town. Let's just don't get beat bad, you know, or let's make it look good. No. They're going in there to win this game tonight, and and could easily win it. That's that's the difference. And this is your this is a team that's six and one, so uh, that's what ECU is doing better. That they, they are competitive against all the whole league. Now Charlotte is a totally different animal. I, I I didn't see this coming, but they have done a great job in the portal. You know the coach has been there. He's from Australia. I mean, he's but uh, let me tell you something. When you look up, he's got, 6'11", 6'10", 6'10". One's from Washington State, one's from Virginia, and one is from an, uh, Rutgers, three of them. Then he has wings, one's from Syracuse, one's from Southern Cal. I mean, he really hit the portal, and it's worked. He's done a nice job recruiting. Flip, my thing is this, and, and that I always said when you get a junior college player, it usually takes him until somewhere around the second week of January to get comfortable. He plays, and everybody said, well, we got him. He averaged 26 a game in this, and he's not." No, right. it takes him a while to get used to it. Well, the portal, I think, is that way. Like, I thought Bobby Pettiford played as loose and good the other night. I thought it was the best game he's played. Well, he's getting used to being in this system. You know, Cam Hayes had not had that much time yet. He just, it, it's a, you know, he's got, uh, you know, let go free to play later. He didn't get, you know, he didn't, didn't get that until, Down in Florida. So my point being, I think it takes you a while to get into flow and the flow of your teammates in a game situation, and and so that's a part of it. What amazes me is what Charlotte has done with all the new guys. They he got them together and they're playing extremely well. Uh, Give give Charlotte credit for what's going on. And ECU has to go to Charlotte on the weekend. Yeah. Now if we win, if ECU wins tonight. They'll go in there hungry, and you better bring. They, Charlotte, better bring their A game because you got a whole serve at home. See, and, and uh, that's how it is. It's really crazy this year.
1: Cy so Seymour joining us. I, uh how do we get Brandon Johnson back on track? He uh, had a rough one um, in the win over Temple, zero for six from three. I expect him to bounce back uh, pretty strong tonight. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about Brandon?
0: Well, I think I think you, you and I both know Brandon. And it's going to be a guy that you ride. And if he plays well, it gets a lot easier for you as a team. He had a big block the other night that we'd have lost the game. Had he not gotten that ball on the tip going in oh, yeah. to win it, that was a big tip. And, uh, and, uh, I, so, and I, I expect for him to get back in it. RJ is going to play uh, hard every night out. azar has got to play, but the bottom line is they can. And when they do, we're as good as anybody in this conference. And, and RJ, uh, Brandon will come back. Brandon will yeah. get it going, and he'll he'll get his game. He's older, that helps you. So he'll 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 return. He won't slow up long. He'll get ready to go. But you you know one of the things I think if I see a weakness for ECU, I think the, a, a weakness for them. Those guys are going to be guarded hard, and we've got to set better screens. You, you got you, listen. They're not getting one second to get these shots off, mm. and. I... And, and I think it's really important that day one you learn to set really strong screens and you say, well, what if he sets one and gets through it? Then set that stagger screen. Put, put two guys out there and make them go through it. Uh, it, it's, it it's, a, it's a way to get kids open in really tough, defensive-minded ball games is solid, good strength screens. And that's something I think that if, if I see a weakness for East D.U., it's setting ball strength, and so, and uh, I think that's
1: important. Something to keep an eye on tonight when you are in Menji's Coliseum. Cy si Seymour joining us on the Empire <clears throat> Radio Live Line. Si, uh, Mike Schwartz still kind of tinkering with <clears throat> helping on the inside, rebounds, defending. And uh, we see a combination of Sear, who played 14 minutes the other night. Uh, Pinedo got his name in the score column with two points, but had four rebounds as well the other night. Uh, we've seen some Callum Richard and even uh, Vungo, the new the new man on the block, uh, play some the other night as well. So Schwartz is kind of throwing everything he's got right now at the wall and, uh, and seeing what sticks.
0: Hey, the kitchen sink if he'd have had it. <laughs> yes, sir. He was throwing everything out there. And that's what coaches do. He said, look, get in there and see if you can get a shot. Or get in there and see if you can guard it. It I, I Look, I'll remember this. You'll love this. One night, we were playing, and we were we were uh, with four seconds left. Uh, five seconds left. I had a play drawn up, and it was going to my best player. He goes out, and he walks toward the wrong end of the court. I pulled him right out. I'm so <laughs> mad because, you know, I was thinking, and so we, I put the second string guy in there, and he shoots an air ball. Comes <laughs> so to him, and he's listening. He's listening. True story. He's listening. So when when uh, so he you know the, the good player uh, comes back out, you know, and all, and we, and we end up losing in overtime. And young, I'm young. You got to understand. I said you lost this ball game. You didn't listen in the huddle. But it's early in the year. I wanted to get him to pay attention. Yeah. He ends he ended up going in the Hall of Fame at Pembroke State. He was a really good player. After that, he started listening, started playing hard, and he ended up being hes in the Hall of Fame down there. And, uh, and it was a great player for me. But what Mike was doing is saying, let me find somebody that can get it done right now. And he's looking, and he's seeing guys that did well in practice, and he put them in. That, it's an emotional thing, and it's, you're going on gut because of how practice went and whatever. And so that's what he was doing that night. But overall, uh, you know, you're just trying to win. That's what he's trying to do, and and the kids are playing hard for him, and you got the win. Now, can you get one against a good USF team tonight? Cy
1: si Seymour joining us. Cy, si, at the time of this recording, uh, early Wednesday afternoon, the Seahawks have just hired Mike McDonald, the uh, former Ravens defensive coordinator, which means our Washington commanders are the only team without a head coach. So I guess the good news is uh, – Everybody's available to us, and nobody else is going after him in the NFL. The bad news is we, we're at the end of this cycle here. So what are we going to do?
0: Well, you know, I, I thought about it, and I said, of course, you, you know, we've grown up in this era, and I said, it's a sad day when the offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions will not take our job.
1: <laughs> this is a good point, Si.
0: <laughs> I said, my goodness, he won't take the head, cut, head job of one of the best, could be one of the best jobs in the country. Mm. And, and he's in Detroit. <laughs> but, but the bottom line is uh, they'll find a good one. I think what you probably have is a GM that's saying, this, I want this part of the job, and he's been successful, you see. And that's where the line gets strong. I hope they'll get a good one like you. I don't know who it'll be. But we've been embarrassed by a few teams in the NFC East. But Dallas gets beaten the first round. It's, it hurts. It hurts. So we've got to find a team that will step up and win some games.
1: The NFC East needs a leader, side, and we can be that leader. We, we can. <laughs> we'll be that leader. Yes, sir. We will be that leader. Sai, I always enjoyed talking with you, man. We'll see you in Minji's tonight. Okay. See
0: you tonight. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.